I'm Zim, and this is the Helpful Photographer Podcast, in collaboration with New York City Photo Safari. To participate in Safari, please visit NewYorkCityPhotoSafari.com. The fundamental problem with shooting with an ND filter is calculating exposure times. The first thing you need to know is something we call your base exposure time. That's your exposure time without a filter. After you set up your composition, set your ISO to a static ISO. The reason we're shooting with an ND filter is because we have too much light. You will probably want to set your ISO as low as it will go. The next thing you need to do is to set your camera to aperture priority and set your desired f-stop. Then press the shutter button halfway down and see what the shutter time the camera gives you. When you do this, be sure to cover your viewfinder if you're shooting with a DSLR. If you're shooting with a mirrorless or if you're shooting live view or if you're looking through your viewfinder, this doesn't really matter and you don't have to worry about it. You can cover your viewfinder with your thumb, a black piece of tape, or a viewfinder cover. If you have a Canon, that's the little rubber thing attached to your camera strap that nobody knows what to do with. If you're shooting Nikon, you can buy a viewfinder cover from Nikon for about $4. If you have a high-end Nikon, there's a little lever next to the viewfinder which will actually close off the viewfinder for you. The reason you need to cover the viewfinder is because any light that comes through the viewfinder will affect the exposure reading. I covered that in the previous episode about how to use your ND filter. Now that you have a base shutter time, you'll need to multiply that times 32 for a 5-stop filter. For a 10-stop filter, multiply it times 1024, and for a 15-stop filter, multiply it times 16384. Let's say you had a base shutter time of 1 second, then your final shutter speed would be 32 seconds for a 5-stop filter and 1,024 seconds for a 10-stop filter or 16,384 seconds for a 15-stop filter. To be clear, 1,024 seconds is about 17 minutes and 4 seconds. Yep, that's a really long time. And the question is, do you really need such a long exposure? The answer might be yes, but for what most people want, the answer is probably no. Let's say all you want are those nice ghostly clouds or you just want that river to look milky. You probably don't need a 17-minute exposure, and it's probably overkill anyway. Let's say you had a 5-stop and a 10-stop filter, but you really only need a 2-minute exposure, and you were set up at f16 in the previous example. That's f16 at a 1-second exposure. You could stay with the ND5 and move your f-stop to 32, which would give you a 2-minute and 8-second exposure. And that would work, but that's not ideal. Or you could move to your ND10 filter and bring your f-stop to 5.6, which would give you the same exposure. But that's probably not ideal either. So rather than just moving one option, I would move a combination of f-stop and ISO. So I would end up with f8, at ISO 200 with an ND10 filter to get to that two minutes. I know that was rather confusing, so I'm going to go over that again, but it would probably be best for you to follow along with a pen and paper. So go ahead and pause the podcast here while you grab that pen and paper. All right, so here's a more likely scenario. Let's say you are outside shooting a river or whatever. Let's say your settings were ISO 100, F11, and a shutter speed of 1 over 60. Make sure you write that down. Again, ISO 100, 
f11, and a shutter speed of 1 over 60. This is actually not an unusual lighting condition when you're shooting in the middle of the day where you might have some clouds or shade. Just to be clear, this is not the sunny 16 rule. The sunny 16 rule is a condition that actually doesn't happen very often. That is, unless you live in Arizona or Southern California. So for an ND5 filter, take 1 60th of a second and multiply it times 32. That's about a half second exposure. For the ND10, multiply 1 60th of a second times 1024, and that will give you about 17 seconds. A half second exposure won't get you the nice milky waterfalls or streaky clouds. And although a 17 second exposure will get you milkyish waterfalls, it's definitely not enough for streaky clouds most of the time. So now you have two options. You can stay with the ND10 and close up another stop or two for a longer exposure if you want streaky clouds. Or you can either stack your filters to get to 15 stops or simply use a 15 stop filter and multiply the 1 60th of a second times 16,384. That would equal 4 minutes and 33 seconds. And if that's too long for you, you could simply open up your aperture one or two stops or increase your ISO one or two stops. Remember, for every full stop of aperture or ISO that you add, you'll divide your shutter speed in half. For every full stop of aperture or ISO that you deduct, you'll double your shutter speed. That's why if I have a 4 minute 33 second exposure at f11, it will be 2 minutes and 16 seconds at f8, and 9 minutes and 6 seconds at f16. Okay, I get it. That was probably a little bit confusing, so let me go over it one more time. We started with ISO 100 at f11 and a shutter speed of 1 60th of a second. If we keep our ISO and aperture static, our ND5 filter would result in about a half second exposure, whereas our ND10 gives us a 17 second exposure and our ND15 gives us a 4 minute and 33 second exposure. Let's say you require about a 2 minute exposure for those streaky clouds. The best thing to do would be to go to your ND15 and open up from F11 to F8. Again, since we are opening the aperture one stop, we can divide our exposure in half, giving us a 2 minute and 16 second exposure. The question begs, why not close up with an ND10 filter? Remember, we had a 17 second exposure. To get to 2 minutes, you would have to close up at least 3 stops. So, F11 would go to F16, F22, and F32. Our exposure time would start at 17 seconds, going to 34 seconds, 68 seconds, to 136 seconds, which is 2 minutes and 16 seconds. Again, as I said earlier, shooting at F32 is not optimal, and we cannot reduce our ISO any further. That's why we are moving to an ND15 filter. In the end, this all depends on how much time you need to accomplish the effect you want. What I've come to find is if you want nice milky rivers and the water is moving pretty rapidly, you'll actually only need a few seconds to accomplish this. I've had a lot of success between 2 and 10 seconds. For clouds, I start with this. If I have to stand still to see that the clouds are moving, and they are moving, 
I only need about a 30-second exposure to get them ghostly. If I stand still and can't tell whether or not they are moving, my exposure time will likely go over two minutes. If I look at the clouds and can tell right away that they are moving, my exposure time is likely to be under 15 seconds. I know ND filters seem very complicated, but once you wrap your head around the math, the results can be quite rewarding. I hope that helps. Until next time, keep on shooting.